What's up, everybody? 35, 35 of the murder mentality. Um, let's just get into it. Um, but before I do, um, I want to make it a, a habit to tell everybody, man, I love you. And I believe in you, and I know that you can win. I know that you can crawl up out of that pit that you feel like you're in. And if you're not, I know that you can work through the things that are coming. And I'm going to just start right into this real quick, guys. Is that like I've been feeling super, super, like fucking discombobulated, whatever you want to call it lately. I've been feeling super, like just out of it, you know, um, one of my things that one of my, my coaches says regularly, like, if you feel off, well, what have you done to feel on lately? And I've been just doing like everything I can think of just to stay like on and, and be focused and, and work through things. But man, I'm going to just put it out there. Like this is going to be Probably one of the hardest fucking next months of my life because of what happened to me last year and what happened to Cassie and and everything else, man. And I've been like blown away because like I'm just my emotions are so fucking up and down. Like last night I was just so irritated at the whole world. Like I was literally like this close to just being like, man, like I need to go find something to destroy because I'm so fucking frustrated. Everywhere I looked, everything I saw, it just made me angry as fuck. And just, man, like, I've been asking myself for like the past few fucking days, like, what is it that's bothering me so much? Like, there's all this responsibility. There's like a ton of responsibility that's coming to my life in the last few months. That's just been like, like all at once. And I'm happy for that. And like, it's weird because like, I'm realizing that it's not the responsibility that's fucking me up. It's the reminder that that is giving me. It's the fact that the responsibilities and the things and the amount of stuff and weight that I carry in my life from a day to day basis right now is all directly, directly resultant from Cassie passing on. And I don't say that like she was holding me back, but like things changed in my fucking life. And for, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, all glory be to God, man. So much for the better, it's not even funny. And like, it's hard because really what it means is that it's like every time I turn around lately, it's like every fucking time I turn around, I have a little reminder. Like Facebook today was like, Hey, do you remember when last year Cassie bought you this sweet ass new tattoo machine? I've got fucking five of those things now. Like the, it's like, I don't think about it, but like every single little tiny little thing that's in my life is in a direct relation in some way, shape or form, a result of that having happened in my life changing direction massively all at once. But what it's taught me is how fucking important life is guys. I'm going to just get honest with y'all, man. Like I've got this fucking pit in my heart for the past week, man. 
I keep doing it, you know, because a man doesn't fucking do things whether or not he feels like doing them or not. It's not about your fucking feelings. It's about commitment and operating from values and morals and some core beliefs that are unfucking shakable. But damn, man. Fuck, my heart's heavy right now. Like, so much so that, like, I just... It's weird. Like, I don't feel like sitting down here right now. And, like, it's not like I need to tell you all about it to feel better. But, like, I just feel like weeping right now. And it's like, it's just I'm so overwhelmed with emotion of every variety. That sometimes it's confusing to a motherfucker to know what to even feel. I just know that people matter to me so much. I know that when I was getting ready to do this, I was just, like, searching. Like, what do I want to talk about? What's inspiring me today? What can I be authentic about? And here's what I'm going to be authentic about, man. Sometimes you're going to be fucking confused. Grief has taught me that there is a fucking spectrum of emotions that are so intercombined and intertwined that you could never remove them from one another. How you can simultaneously miss somebody more than you could ever imagine, but also be so happy that your life is what it is. How you could simultaneously love somebody so thoroughly and want them back so much, but be so fucking mad at them at the same time. And I know that it's going to fucking be hard some days and it's going to be easy some days. Some days I'm going to think of it all, all day and some days I won't. And some days I won't even realize I'm thinking of it. But I know this, I can give these affirmations. I'm not grieving, I'm just experiencing grief. I'm not sad, I'm just experiencing sadness. I'm not frustrated, nor am I anxious or angry. I'm just experiencing those things. And even just, I pray that even when I'm going high and I feel amazing, and I've got fucking goosebumps on my whole body again. Even when I feel like everything is perfect to not hold on to that, to realize that it is as fleeting as everything else. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. This too shall fucking pass. That's what grieving has taught me is that this too shall pass. The good and the bad, they shall both leave. They'll both eventually be gone. That our lives are just but a breath in the grand scheme of things. And the most important part of all of it is to have the discipline and self-love to invest in yourself so that you can bring a better you to everyone around you. To have a warrior type mentality of life. I realized that throughout my whole fucking life, I've had this romance in my head with warrior cultures. And I think the whole fucking world does, but guess why? Guess why? Because those people know what fucking matters. They're not confused on what's important. They're not fucking worried about the petty ways of the world. They know what their core values are and they will not violate them for fucking anything. Literally, like, as a point of reference, like, the samurai would murder themselves if they felt like they went against their core values. It was that fucking desperately important to be on point with that. And so many of us experience these emotions, ups and downs and sides to sides, because we don't fucking live in a core value-oriented way. Death has taught me 
Death has taught me that I must decide who I want to be and choose to be that motherfucker at all times in my life. Justin motherfucking Hadlock at all times. And I know that every one of you can do the same fucking thing. Can get through the hard times, can get through the grief, can look at all of it and take a bird's eye view and say, truly, none of those things are me. None of these emotions are me. None of these experiences are me. They've just shaped me into who the fuck I am in, in different types of ways, but like, it's not who the fuck I am. Again, I am not sad. I am not grief. I just experience it, those things. And fuck if it's not hard though, because I'm 100% spirit and 100% body. Both of them have massive sway on my fucking soul. And I have to appreciate that those things are going to fucking influence me. But what is not of love is not of God. What is not of love is not of God. And I literally have, I mean, for point of reference, I have Lacey's baby's dad. I don't know how I'd call that. Her fucking love of her life for 18 years. I've got Cassie right here, and I've got one of Lacey's best friends over here on the wall. I am so fucking intimately familiar with the grieving process at this point in time. It actually makes me sick some days. It makes me sick how fucking easily I can put a face on and just wander through the fucking day and not pretend like my fucking heart feels like a lodestone some days. But just like I said, it just feels that way. Because I'm letting fear override my fucking thoughts. When I'm sitting around feeling sad about that, it's because I'm afraid that I'll never experience something that I cared about so much ever again. The thing is, is I will never experience that again, and I must accept that. But something that could be as fulfilling or more is going to come down the line. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. That's what death has taught me. That's what grieving has taught me, is everything in this world is transient. Everything will come and go. There is a season for all fucking things. There's a season for all of it. And, man, I just don't feel like I could really stand in front of you guys and give these talks, these speeches, whatever the fuck you want to call it, if I didn't occasionally admit that, man, my heart gets fucked up all the way too. I, if I couldn't stand in front of you right now and say that legitimately as I'm talking to you, I'm fighting through the urge to stop doing it. I'm fighting through the urge that this is what I'm saying is fucking stupid or has no value. I'm, I'm fighting through the fear that I'm just rambling and nobody cares. I'm fighting through the fact that, again, this fucking just pit in my heart lately is pushing me to not be the man who I know I fucking am. And I think that the enemy, our spiritual enemy, attacks us at our fucking weak points. And guess what your weak point is? Guess what your weak point is? It's your fucking heart. There's nothing in the world that's more vulnerable than this. But it's also the thing that can keep you from being vulnerable and become invulnerable when you put love on everything. When you stop fucking functioning in anything other than understanding love is the universal language between everything. I heard something the other day that somebody was, was talking about. I believe it was Alan Watts. 
And he described the stars and the universes and everything that we see in the sky as literally a celebration of creation by God. <laughs> Let me think of it like that. Everything you see, the lights, it bouncing off of fucking surfaces and landing in your eyeballs so that you can comprehend fucking reality is all a celebration of creation. It's all God's love. None of this here that we're experiencing is disconnected from the love of God. It might be influenced by a spiritual enemy, but none of it is disconnected from the fucking spiritual creator, our very fucking blacksmith, as I said, of creation. The person, the thing that loves you more than anything. And here, the weirdest part about it, man, as I'm talking to you right now, as I'm admitting that I have this fucking lodestone, as I'm admitting that I'm struggling through this, I feel the weight leaving my heart because I'm telling you guys that as I do it, as I get through these situations, I'm able to focus more and more and more on God. And I can create nothing of value without God as its focus. When I did my affirmation video the other day, that just came out of my fucking mouth from just... It just dropped out. Like, I didn't think about nothing I was going to say. I just tried to channel it as much as possible. And that was one of the things I fucking said was just, I cannot create anything of value without God as its fucking focus. That means that if there's not love involved in whatever endeavor I'm about to do, if there's not love involved with me processing the emotions I have, if there's not love involved in every single action that I do, it is not of God and therefore it is not blessed. Stop asking for God to bless what you're doing and do what the fuck God has already blessed. It's simple. Help people. You're going through some shit. Find somebody else who's going through some shit and help that motherfucker. You're lonely. Go find somebody who's lonely and keep them company. You're sad. Go find somebody who could use cheering up and cheer them up and tell me it doesn't help. I started this video wanting to fucking headbutt the wall and burn something down and fucking crush things just so full of anger and hatred and now I find myself free because I'm trying to help somebody who's experiencing something similar. Because it matters to me to know that somebody out there might hear my words and say, fuck, I can relate to that. Fuck, I know that's important. Fuck, that's real. There's no greater calling. Again, yet another thing that death has taught me, yet another thing that grieving has taught me is that there's no greater calling than to fucking find the cures in my heart and give them to other people so that they can cure themselves too, so that they can learn to live with the same type of pain and the same type of difficulties. Because the fucking grief has never gotten smaller for me. I've gotten bigger. And so therefore it takes up less inside of me than what it used to. I love every fucking one of you. I love my fucking haters. I love the ops. I love all the people that are wishing on my downfall, especially y'all motherfuckers. Because y'all need it more than anybody. I love my kids. I love Lacey. I love everybody in my fucking... Everybody I come across, I try to remember that that is another person whom God lives inside of. And unless I act like that and give them the fucking love and understanding and care that they deserve, I'm acting outside the will of God. 
That's why it's so hard for me to watch people be like, oh, God doesn't want you to do that. Why don't you shut the fuck up about telling people what God wants from them and tell them that God loves them. They could worry about getting right with him afterwards. That's between him and them. It's between you and him how you tell other people about him, though. These are the things that grief has taught me. It's the most powerful thing that has ever happened to me. Losing Lacey, not Lacey, damn Losing Cassie, meeting Lacey through that process, and having my life expand the way it fucking has, has absolutely changed my life in ways that I could never begin to fucking explain. I, I wish I could. I wish I could. I mean, let me put this into perspective too, though. Like, really, for real. This is the fucking type of love I have for my significant other, I wanted to bring her, the father of her child, to Thanksgiving dinner so that her son, Christian, could have his dad there in spirit, if nothing fucking else. People out here are fucking jealous of their fucking exes, their ex, like their fucking significant other's exes. They're jealous of the people that they used to be with. They're jealous that that person has a place in their fucking heart. But here's the deal, man. Is that ever going to fix you? Are you ever going to fucking fill that hole in your fucking heart by being upset that you're not something in somebody else's mind that you don't even fucking know is real or not? Just for, for the love of God. God is in all of us. Love your motherfucking neighbor. And don't put any types of qualifications on that shit. Quit trying to be conditional with love. Unconditional. That doesn't mean there's not boundaries. Unconditional just means that you still love them no matter what. Even if that means that they have to leave your life. <laughs> I say it before and I'll say it again. I think that you need to have so much love in your heart that you can strike down the enemy as he attacks you with love in your heart instead of hatred. So that that way when he falls, the lodestone doesn't land in your heart because you will know that you did the, your best <laughs> to be the type of person that could have avoided that. I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Appreciate it.